0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Business Demons podcast. I'm Julia Stock, Business Revolutionary with Be Astute, and I am joined once again by the amazing Vicki Henderson. Hello. Hello. It's good to be back again. Yes. Um, and we've given the game away that it's
1: morning. Um, oh, but, you know,
0: we're in the UK. It's the morning.
1: It's, it, but it's not Tuesday morning, everybody. It's Thursday morning. So
0: there we go. And they're all fascinated and going, will you lot get on with this? Yes, we will. So um, we're talking about investment this week. And a whole bunch of people have just pressed stop on it. Oh, that sounds tragically dull. But actually what we're talking about is the reasons why business owners choose not to invest in their business. Absolutely. Which is a world of mindset fun.
1: always say it's it's a very much my world of mindset fun.
0: um it is really noticeable when people choose to set up their business and i have a lot of conversations with people wanting to get into business how they really don't think it through um they really don't know what they need to do and they don't pull together a pot of money to invest in getting it off the ground at the beginning?
1: Absolutely. I mean I uh, I will go back to where I started um in business and share my mindset with you because it was all wrong, <laughs> even though I'm a mindset coach, um, which was I had found myself unemployed six months earlier than planned because the only way to do my training to be a coach was to resign. And I had a pot of cash and in my mind, I needed the pot of cash to pay for the bills and to keep me going whilst I built the business up. Yes. Okay. With five and a half years of experience under my bike and 2020 hindsight, because it's always 2020, isn't it? Hindsight is brilliant. Yes. If I had used my pot of money to invest in the business, the business would have paid my bills.
0: Yes. And
1: we would have all been in a lot better position because an investment gives you a return. Yes, it does. In cases. Whereas using my pot of money just to pay my bills gave me zero return on that investment. So I got it all asked about face at the beginning and I talk to a lot of people now and I say to them, don't make the same mistake that I did.
0: And I bet they they still do.
1: But lots of people still do. And lots of people have done that when I get hold of them.
0: Yeah. Because there's a lack of faith that this thing will work. Absolutely. It's hairy and scary. And you're going into it wanting it to work, but really not convinced that it will. And therefore, you're hoarding all of the money. You're in survival mode, which we talk about on a regular basis. Yeah. and you make really really bad decisions yeah essentially yes yay um when i went into business four years ago um i did the opposite um uh, we had a conversation around the cost of setting up the business um and gave ourselves a pot of money um to cover all of those costs um, so yes we wasted a lot of that money mm-hmm. making poor decisions um, which is the other way around it but you know the most expensive decision was joining a membership group but then in joining that membership group that was the nudge that i needed to start the business Which is why a lot of people buy or invest in franchises is, again, it's that nudge that you need that confidence boost in order to try and make this scary phase more successful. Um, I mean, it did the trick. We got started. But I've never got my money back. Yeah. um, Because I joined the wrong group. But you could say joining the right group wasn't really the point it was yes
1: it's, it was about getting started
0: yes and i invested in sales coaching because i knew that i knew the theory but one had previously always had staff yes yeah lots of people don't invest in sales support at the beginning in terms of sorting their own head out as to what's involved in selling their business I don't know, we're slightly biased. Um but that's a huge mistake, isn't it? It
1: is. And I mean, I when I say I didn't invest in my business, I didn't invest in networking, I didn't invest in a professional website, I didn't invest in a professional branding, etc. etc. What I did invest in was me. Mm-hmm. And I within a year I had added two qualifications and elements to my business. Mm -hmm. um, And I have continued to do so. So there was an element of investment um, into my business, and it was in becoming a more capable coach. Yeah, retrospectively, that was fantastic. And exactly what needed to happen. And I have had a return on that investment. But it was other things that i didn't or i chose not to invest in um, that would probably have been beneficial as well so i did like you i did some sales training at the beginning Mm -hmm. um, but everything else around me was a little bit ad hoc
0: whereas we yeah started straight with we need branding we need a website um yeah we need to go out networking um so we did all of that stuff at the beginning the sales training um well it got me again it got us started it got us further forward was it an amazing experience no but at the same time it did kickstart a lot of other things so it wasn't wrong yeah (laughs) um there are no right or wrong answers But not investing in your business probably definitively is always the wrong answer. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I think one of the big things mindset-wise that I see from people is they perceive it as a cost, not an investment. And I think that's the really big thing from a mindset point of view. A cost is something that disappears and doesn't come back again. Yep. An investment, there will be there should be a return on that investment. So you need to go into these things saying, this is an investment. When you're starting your own business, it's probably only you. Yep. The biggest asset in your business is you. Yeah. So you need to invest in you, in yourself and in your business in order to push it forward. And yes, if you don't get into that mindset, it's going to be very, very difficult to progress.
0: But that's not the same as splatting money around right, left, and centre. Absolutely not. It's about We have to make wise decisions. And yeah. you're going to also you need to accept you're going to make a load of mistakes. The first year we spent a ridiculous amount of money on an office in Central Bath. This is pre-COVID because we'd come from a background where respectable businesses and we wanted to run a respectable business had an office. Yeah. I also had a fear of working from home um, because of my own history and all the rest of it. But we wanted to run this respectable consultancy and respectable consultancies need a central bath office that we never spent any time in. So after the first 12 months when they put the rent up, we went, yeah, no, we're good, thanks. Yeah. And have been home-based ever since and absolutely fine. Um, So you are going to make mistakes. Yeah. The mistake of not investing tends to be bigger than the mistake in trying and not succeeding.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And if you, you... when you every time I think this is something that's really important to remember when you make the decision you make the decision based on the information that you have available at the time with the mindset you have available at the time and the information yes and at that time that was the right decision maybe for you in your mind that
0: was the right decision In my mind, it might have been the right decision, but that doesn't make it the right decision. No,
1: retrospectively, it wasn't the right decision. And I think we have to... Lots of people make a couple of decisions at the beginning of business that don't work, and then that dents their confidence, that dents their self-belief, and then holds them back from making decisions further down the line.
0: You also have the thing of... There are plenty of people who had an amazing network of contacts in their old pre-setting up a business life. So when they go to set up their business, they basically milk those contracts and pick up work very, very quickly. Yeah, And they're the ones that sit there really smug, um, going, wow, I'm amazing. I'm a rock star at this. All that happens Is that eventually those contacts and that work dries up and then later down the line, you hit the same barrier that other people who didn't have that network, who didn't get lucky at the beginning, struggled with on day one. So, again, I meet businesses where they're two, three, four, five, six years down the line and suddenly going, oh, poo. Um because that work has dried up and they haven't learned how to sell. They haven't needed to really think about their positioning or their pricing or their networking skills. They haven't needed to think about any of these things because they've been servicing these lovely, juicy clients. That's not right or wrong, but it means later down the line, well, hopefully you've got more resources, then you need to be investing. Yeah. And the shame at that point on the oh God, we've cocked it up can restrict people actually investing sensibly because they somehow think that they should be business gods by this point. Yeah, and I think at that
1: point you get, yeah, you get a lot of pride involved. Oh well, I've been in business for five years. I should know this. Okay, well, the world of the word of should, should it's something over here where unicorns fart glitter and rainbows and it's what we create in our mind uh, as the kind of ideal business setup and then we will compare ourselves to it now the last time i saw a unicorn farting glitters and rainbows was never so should land needs to just go okay should is the worst word for a business owner to use i should be doing this i should be no you need to just focus on not what You've compared yourself against what is reality now, and what do you need to do to get out of whatever pickle you're in or to improve your situation, etc. etc.? And a lot of the hesitation around investment actually comes back to self worth. If you don't feel, if you don't really value yourself and you don't see your value in the marketplace you're not going to invest in in your business because your business is essentially an extension of yourself. So it's yep. all about the the men, the mental, you know, sort of the mindset of the business owner. And even if they've got staff, sometimes this will happen. Is it that you can't, if you don't have a really strong self-worth, self-esteem, you know, self-motivation, if all of, if what's inside you and going on in your mind isn't rock solid, then you're not going to necessarily choose to invest in the right way in your business. Because you don't have that self belief. And you don't believe that you are worth it in the words of L'Oreal.
0: Um, yes, and that's um, what stops a lot of people investing. The other thing that stops people investing is they become complacent. Yes. Um, and again, that's toxic in a business owner, because more junior people will be coming up with ideas and the business owner is just kind of over it no we don't need to do that and again the world is littered with businesses that didn't transition quick enough didn't move with the times um and yeah one day they just fall over because they run out of life and energy and profitability because we've done it this way for 30 years
1: yeah Yeah, and the whole saying, if it ain't broke,
0: don't fix
1: it, kills more businesses than it saves.
0: Yes, it's that thing of that we've talked about before around the role of excellence within your thinking. And if you want to run an excellent business, you will continue to look at how you can improve it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to make it as good as it possibly can be in every aspect and actually if we're talking about how we want to create longevity the long-term profitability that's one of the key ways of doing it
1: absolutely and i think one of the things i talk to a lot of my clients about and i get into their minds right from the beginning of the coaching that we do is that the aim of this coaching is that you're a better person today than you were yesterday and you're a better person tomorrow than you were today. So it's that constant evolution. And you've got to think about that for your business as well. Your business has to be constantly, you know, on it, it's got to be evolving, it's got to be keeping up with it, it's got to be, you know, reflecting, okay, what did I what happened last week? Okay, what worked really well? What didn't work? What do I need to change? And have that constant reflection, because the minute you stop reflecting you stop evolving you stagnate
0: but it has to be quality reflection yes reflection is not the same as incessant self-criticality no um where you're going oh god i cocked that up oh i did this oh i did that oh i'm so rubbish um and you go round around around just beating yourself up that's not reflection no reflective practice um is when we're looking at both the good and the bad you know you're allowing yourself to have a damn good moment and they're really really important because nobody else is going to tell you damn you're good um but it's also i suppose it's a gentler process perhaps than the one that you've described which is gently always looking at how we can do things better um we don't want to overdo it because then we become nauseating um and we wear ourselves out um we are allowed to say that bit's good enough but this bit could be better we're good yeah. but we're aiming for excellent what does excellence look like today um yeah it's 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 self-evaluation where we're being complacent is where we're going everything's marvelous you know we're eight out of ten we're eight out of ten and eight out of ten is is, you know it's good enough for us really what's that extra two (laughs) and does everybody agree with you yeah at the same time in most businesses it's not a two three or four out of ten either you may have aspects of it where you've stuffed it up completely and they need urgent intervention And the rest of it's running just fine. Yeah. And I think that from when I was talking about
1: my reflection, it's very much that it's very much, okay, so what is working really well and okay, brilliant. What, you know, what do we need to do more of? What are we doing maybe a bit too much of at the moment, you know, that we could do a bit less of. Um, And it is, it's very much that, you know, just having a really balanced, non-emotional overview of where you are and the
0: non-emotion is the really important bit yeah um because as soon as we're thinking emotionally we're making really tainted decisions absolutely and that's involved in investing in our business as well as honing it to run smoothly um so going back to investing in our business yes when we're starting out we need to come together with a pot of money doesn't have to be huge but you do actually at least have on the back of an envelope preferably a large envelope a plan or a vision for what you're trying to achieve with your business in the back of your head is not good enough um, and you need to think in terms of setting this business up this is what it's going to be doing and this is the stuff that's going to need to happen so Where are my premises? Do I need premises? Do I not need premises? Where am I finding my customers? How am I finding my customers? Who are my
1: customers?
0: Valid point. Um, Price point. Um, Yes, you can go and build yourself a DIY logo for £2.50. But it will always look like a DIY logo for £2.50. Yes, you can build your own website. are some really really cheap website hosting companies but it will always look like a very cheap website on a very cheap website hosting company now for some businesses that's not a problem for other businesses if you're aiming for higher end more sophisticated customers that absolutely is a problem yeah um so you need to think about that it's not necessarily a barrier you need to have this pot of money that you are prepared to invest in setting it up if that means you have to delay things by 6 12 months in order to get the pot of money together delay things lots of people come to me with ideas going i need an investor because they're not prepared to put their own money where their mouth is and they've watched things like dragon's den and all these other programs, and they think that having an investor is easy um, and pain free. Yeah. When it isn't, having an investor come in, particularly at the beginning, is the most expensive form of raising finance for your business because you're giving away control and a slice of it at a very low price to somebody else. And when your business is a success, they are going to have enormous returns for not very much and they're gaining the right to boss you around and tell you what to do and as soon as i say that to people they kind of go oh yeah no 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 i don't want that it's almost as if they want the money but they don't want the strings that are attached to the deal attached to the money yeah um and then you go why don't you go for a bank line because it might not work and i don't want to have the debt so they've already got these mindset issues right at the beginning haven't they
1: yeah
0: and if you go into any
1: business with a it might not work mindset it probably won't work
0: yeah you've got to be really keen and enthusiastic about it yeah
1: um and as you say i mean what's your um absolutely brilliant thing is that most 40 is it 40 percent of businesses die due to a lack of de, uh, lack of whatever it is lack, of
0: demand. lack um, of demand what they are what trying to sell there are not enough customers for and that's a failure of market research yeah and market research is really really boring and really traumatic um and yeah people are really reluctant to do it because it feels like killing the dream
1: yeah so you need to do it to find out what's
0: out there and it's better to do it at the beginning than it is one two three four five years down the line um when you've had years and years and years of struggle Mm -hmm. um or you could say that you've had years and years and years of having an adventure and you didn't have a boss and blah 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 um but Market research is something that's really important. And also the market moves and you've got to move with it. Yeah. If you're still selling the same things in the same way, five years later, you have not moved with the times. And there will be other people who've come behind you who are stealing your customers because they have moved with the times.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And again, investment, they may have invested in things that you didn't need to one of the reasons why you invested in so many qualifications again is that mindset nonsense of not being good enough and not being credible enough without having the qualifications
1: yet it's really yeah so there was an element of that potentially but actually because i was leaving operations management in the timber industry and going into coaching it was also i didn't have a background in what i was going
0: into i don't think anybody cares i would be surprised i I would think very few people have ever asked you about your credibility because they meet you they either like you or they don't like you the type of coaching that i
1: do i couldn't do what i do without those qualifications though
0: you could have done it in a different way in a different way absolutely so um you didn't it's you know i've got hundreds of qualifications nobody ever asked me about them and when i talk about being qualified in this and that people will say to me i don't care about your qualifications i care about whether you're any good yeah um they meet you they decide either that they like you and are gonna let you in or they're not letting you in and it doesn't matter how many qualifications you are if you don't have that rapport and they're not willing and able to open up then you could be the most qualified person in the universe you could be the yeah. dalai lama and <laughs> you're still not going to get the gig yeah um i'm not sure if he's got any coaching qualifications but he's probably got a lot of experience in in, experience. in mindset and and other things yeah. he seems like a good guy from a distance um and great brand yeah (laughs) great brand recognition um and that would be the point is again when we're looking at the investment choices so much of it is to do with our head nonsense and us not feeling good enough and us not feeling credible enough um and it's nonsense
1: yeah absolutely um and you know, the whole, yeah, not feeling good enough, not feeling all of that, it needs to be sorted out. Otherwise, you don't make the progress that you need to make. Um, and you will be, you know, self-sabotaging, procrastinating, holding your own business back essentially. Um, and from if you don't sort your mind nonsense out early on, you will then find that you will not be making good decisions and you will be, yeah, you'll be essentially holding yourself back.
0: Yes, that seems to be a good place to end, doesn't it? it so does. investment and why we talked ourselves out of it. Thank you very much, darling.